Hey, welcome to the Human Up podcast. My name is Victor Ung, and if you are here right now, it means that you very much want to become the best version of yourself that you can be. And I really love and appreciate that. I think that's something that for myself, I've been missing in, in terms of being able to prioritize that in terms of being able to, to live life with intention, with being able to recognize my areas of improvement or my weaknesses and to work on them, to, to be vulnerable enough to admit to them so that I can become better. If you are just joining, this podcast serves as a documentation of my own journey in developing these these areas of my life and specifically around my emotional intelligence and if you're not familiar with what that is or what that means you can refer to my very first episode where I talk about what this emotional intelligence means to me but for the most part it's really understanding how our emotions affect our behavior and how it can be used to in a way, design a better life for ourselves and to really tap back into that that intuition that can direct us towards something that would be more fulfilling and fitting for ourselves. And of course, I dive into the, the other parts of my story and uh, why I'm doing this in other episodes. But to keep this short and, and focused, in this episode, I want to read one of my older blog posts that as I have went through and edited again just now, I I think it's still very applicable to many of the conversations that I've had with people now ever since starting this journey, which is the the fact that it's really easy to get caught up in thinking that we have to stick to to one thing in order to be happy which leads me to the title of my blog post which is you can live more than one life and before we get into it i want to share a quick message from my sponsor first off thank you for being a listener of the human up podcast i definitely have so much to say and express and all the things that i've experienced and observed throughout my life that I've honestly been cultured and, and kind of pressured to, to bite my tongue against. So I really love being able to use this platform and this medium as a podcast to do so. And it wouldn't be possible without Anchor.fm, which is the hosting platform I use to distribute this podcast. It's perfect for me right now because it's free and automatically distributes my episodes to all the different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. And the cool part is that there are tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So you don't even need any extra software or services to, to create the podcast. And you can even make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership by recording ads like this. So if you have a message to send and ideas to spread, definitely download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And who knows, maybe we can collab and create a, a podcast episode together. If you do end up creating one, you should definitely hit me up and, and we can do something there. With that, let's get back to the episode. Are you stuck in a major life decision right now? 
Maybe you're not where you thought you'd be and you're thinking about making a significant shift. Maybe that's in your career, your relationship, or moving to a new city. But you're worried about wasting the time, money, and energy you've invested to get to this point. Or you're anxious about having to now put in more time, money, and energy to learn something completely different. How do we decide which way to go? Everyone's situation is different. But here's a perspective that might help. You can live more than one life. So many of us think that what we decide at these impactful moments define us. We put so much pressure on these decisions that it freezes us. It keeps us from choosing a new path. The fear of unfamiliarity immobilizes us. But think about it. How many people are flourishing in something totally unrelated to their, let's say, undergraduate degree? And how many people hate their job because they thought that that was their only option? We think that we only have one life. We think that once we've chosen that school, that major, that job, that career, that relationship, that expertise, that that's what we have to stick with. It's what we know. It's what we're good at. Let's challenge that. What if we don't only live once? What if we can live multiple lives? There's an issue with the one life mentality. You ever hear the phrase inner prior life? The people who use it are usually either creative, confident, interesting, adventurous, intelligent, wise, or successful. They have come out of an eye-opening experience that broadened their perspectives because they embraced their fear of the unknown. They have that experience because they're the rare breed willing to push through the discomfort. Society did us well in teaching us to stay on track. It taught us the familiar formula for happiness and external success through higher education, a lucrative career, and to save for a retirement plan. And in order to retire well and build security for our family, we have to build on our previous experiences. They told us you have to specialize in a specific skill and everything you do has to be related. Look at job interviews and resumes. What do most people do when applying for a company? They show the chronological progression of related experiences and skills learned to show employers what they want to see. Consistency. They hide the gap years and the odd jobs because that would be confusing. And recruiters and interviewers would wonder what you're really doing with your life. So there's pressure to stick to that one thing. You might even be telling yourself things like, I've invested so much time, money, and energy into this already, or... I don't want to waste all that I've learned or it's too late for me to do something completely new and unrelated and I've come so far, I might as well stick it through and, and I know you don't want to be labeled as the quitter. That's something called the sunk costs fallacy. And if you're not familiar with that, I can link a, a really cool video to describe that in the description below. But in short, it's a fallacy in our mindset where we make the decision based on the desire to not let our past investment go to waste rather than being able to make the decision that will be better and more fulfilling for our future instead. And so a lot of those phrases that we might be telling ourselves are voices that have spawned out of fear. They're phrases that want to keep you happy by avoiding stress and danger. They're phrases that maximize security over risk. They're phrases that sound like they value commitment and persistence over quitting. But do you truly believe that we can 
fully avoid stress and danger in the first place? What is absolute security anyway? Is that possible to achieve? And why is quitting so bad? Especially if what you're doing isn't what excites you or would result in a better outcome for your future. By remaining on the surface level of these deeper questions, we then stick to what we know. We stay in our lane with what is familiar, with what we're good at. And before we know it, we're many years deep into an unfulfilling job that isn't teaching us anything, and it really is too late to back out. All because we thought we had to stick to that one life. Well, I'm here to tell you, break up with yourself. So many of us attach our identities to our behaviors. We think that what we do is who we are. But that's why you feel stuck in deciding what to do, because you can't let go of the identity you've associated to it. You've come to love and appreciate the self that you've created up to this point and don't want to risk losing what's good. Then you end up doing the same thing over and over again, convincing yourself that maybe persistence is what will help you grow. But there's a fine line between sticking through something and being stubborn about it. And you have to be self-aware enough to know how your identity might be getting in the way. And it may be that the best thing for your growth is to actually let go of your old self so you can begin anew. Breakups with someone else are hard enough. Whoever thought you'd have to do it with yourself. But if you're able to realize that what got you here isn't what's going to get you where you want to be, then it means something has to change. The saying goes, if you truly love someone, you have to let them go. That applies here for yourself more than ever. If you have a longing curiosity to explore something that might even seem completely unrelated to what you've been doing up to this point, you have to do it. Because what's worse than failing at it is not having satisfied that itch for it. And that curious itch I'm talking about is something that you keep finding yourself coming back to. It's that thing that you find yourself naturally engaged in. It's that thing that you're willing to work through the discomfort of the learning curve because you just have a feeling that this is going to be a better fit for you and your personality. And this is where we apply emotional intelligence to help us make decisions. Everything you're feeling at the moment is very normal as being the emotional beings that we are. It only becomes more of a severe issue when we allow those emotions to spiral, to duplicate, and to mix themselves into other emotions or past traumas, which makes it confusing to discern what we're actually feeling in clouds or judgment. It could very well be that that's why you're stuck at this point of your life right now, because as a society, we've never learned how to sort through our emotions to make better decisions. I know our first instinct is to reason through the specific options that are in front of us, but they're difficult to sort through because we haven't yet developed our intuition that serves as an antenna to guide us. It's not too late. We can still work on becoming self-aware, learn about emotional intelligence, and use it to create another life that you would love in all aspects. Use it to build the confidence to let go of everything behind you and dive into unfamiliarity and discomfort. Become self-aware so that you can prioritize what you truly value. Identify what you're good at as well as what you should accept as your weakness. Separate your identity from behavior so that you are empowered to do what you care about, regardless of who you or anyone else perceives you to be. Sure, on the outside, 
It might seem you're ruining your life by leaving your friends, family, that cushy job, perks, benefits, and that identity that you are right now. But that's all okay because you have more than one life. Thank you for listening to this episode on being able to live more than one life. Of course, this is all fun to hear and it always sounds good, but it's all useless if we don't apply it, right? It's, it's all useless if we can't really implement it in our lives in a more tangible way. And I, I really hope to help increase awareness and education around these tools and, and sort of, you know, reframing the power of our emotions to be able to use it for us rather than against us. Right. And in being able to really understand the core of our actions and what's really behind them so that we can, you know, make better decisions for our futures. Um, and I love providing all of that through the podcast and blog. But obviously, as you know, you know, it, it's impossible to really get down into the details of how to implement these, especially as it relates to our, our individual lives, right? Because everybody has different circumstances, different situations. And I'm sure that you're listening to this or, or reading all, you know, different types of content or whatnot. It's like, cool, but like, you're probably thinking, but my situation is a little different. My, my, you know, my, uh, I have different circumstances and different systemic issues or, or cultural issues and whatnot. Right. So, um, you know, with this content, it's hard to generalize in that sense. And that's why I actually love working with people on a more individual basis to actually coach them through these nuances of their life. And, um, in coaching, it's not about giving advice. It's not about, you know, providing this this magic bullet that is supposed to work for everybody, but it's really just providing the space for you to explore yourself. I honestly geek out about this type of stuff, and I love listening to people to support them in reaching their goals. I know that there are other high achievers and, and big dreamers out there, and, and a lot of times there are so many things that get in the way of that that are subconscious to us and that because we haven't had the space to explore or talk about it, we don't know that that's a, a roadblock for us. So anyway, I'll stop blabbering about that. If you're interested in, in working with me on a more personal basis, you can visit victorung.com. That's Victor U-N-G. And there you can schedule a, a free discovery call for us to get to know each other, to see if it even makes sense to develop a partnership. Um, again, victorong.com. Uh, don't be afraid to reach out. And if not, you can continue being a subscriber to my podcast and my blog at victorong.com slash subscribe. By subscribing, you also get the 11 exercises that I've collected to jumpstart your own emotional intelligence journey so you can get started on your own as well. With that, thank you for listening and I will catch you next Monday.